Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion, put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95, page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 86 is on page 447. Bow down thine ear, O Lord, and hear me, for I am poor and in misery. Preserve thou my soul, for I am holy. My God, save thy servant that putteth his trust in thee. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I will call daily upon thee. Comfort the soul of thy servant, for unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For thou, Lord, Lord, art good and gracious, and of great mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Give ear, Lord, unto my prayer, and ponder the voice of my humble desires. In the time of my trouble I will call upon thee, for thou hearest me. Among the gods there is none like unto thee. O Lord, there is not one that can do as thou doest. All nations whom thou hast made shall come and worship thee, O Lord, and shall glorify thy name. For thou art great, and doest wondrous things. Thou art God alone. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and I will walk in thy truth. O knit my heart unto thee, that I may fear thy name. I will thank thee, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and will praise thy name forevermore. For great is thy mercy toward me, and thou hast delivered my soul from the nethermost hell. O God, the proud are risen against me, and the congregations of violent men have sought after my soul, and have not set thee before their eyes. But thou, O Lord God, art full of compassion and mercy, long-suffering, plenteousness in goodness and truth. O turn thee then unto me, and have mercy upon me. Give thy strength unto thy servant, and help the son of thine handmaid. 
show some token upon me for good, that they who hate me may see it and be ashamed, because thou, Lord, hast holpen me and comforted me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 28th chapter of Proverbs. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Because of the transgression of a land, many are its princes, but by a man of understanding and knowledge, right will be prolonged. Poor man who oppresses the poor is like a driving rain which leaves no food. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but such as keep the law contend with them. Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand all. Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than the perverse one in his ways, though he be rich. Whoever keeps the law is a discerning son, but a companion of gluttons shames his father. One who increases his possessions by usury and extortion gathers it for him who will pity the poor. One who turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. Whoever causes the upright to go astray in an evil way, he himself will fall into his own pit, but the blameless will inherit good. The rich man is wise in his own eyes, but the poor who has understanding searches him not. When the righteous rejoice, there is great glory, but when the wicked arise, men hide themselves. He who covers his sin will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the first epistle of Peter. Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious, coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious, you also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Therefore it is also contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. Therefore to you who believe, he is precious, but to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone, 
and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble, being disobedient to the word to which they also were appointed. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who have not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> o Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, we beseech thee to keep thy church and household continually in thy true religion, that they who do lean upon, only upon the hope of thy heavenly grace may evermore be defended by thy mighty power through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, 
that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our uh, reading today from 1 Peter has uh, a great deal of scriptural both quotation and allusion in it. And the main thing we've talked about in, in, in 1 Peter so far is that Peter is, is really talking about the church as the fulfillment of God's promises to Israel, the chosen people who, who, who now are uh, in Christ, Christ the fulfillment of the covenant. Now the church finds herself in Christ uh, with all those um, characteristics that pertain to the to historically to the covenant people of God, and a central point of this uh, is is worship and uh, the idea of, of of temple and sacrifice. And so the, Peter's picking up a few I images here, um, notably um, go, going back to Exodus chapter nineteen six where. God said to Moses that he would make of Israel um, uh, a holy nation, a, 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 a priesthood and a holy nation. And this is picked up in, for example, Revelation chapter 1, verse 7, where uh, uh, is proclaimed that he's made us a, a kings and priests or a kingdom of priests. And uh, so, so that the the image of the central to Old Covenant Israel was the temple in Jerusalem and the priesthood that offered the sacrifices in the temple. And in the New Covenant, the temple was actually destroyed in the first century. Uh, this reality of the physical temple has been replaced by the people who become the temple, have become the place where God dwells. And Peter picks up on this where he talks about you uh, about being newborn babes, and then it, he translates this into temple in imagery by saying that we're living stones. So whereas the temple was made of just dead stones that you stacked up and you know put together for a temple, now we're living stones being built together as a holy temple, uh, a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer sacrifices, and that's that's. Therefore, the church is the fulfillment of the promise made to to um, to Moses, to Israel through Moses, that Israel would be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Now the church is this, and it's it's um, it all participate in that, and so it, it it really has uniquely corporate image because the church together does this, and we're each living stones, and you can't really have the whole temple without all of the parts of the temple so so that so that the church being built up together praying together it's not that we don't pray on our own or have an individual ask to our prayer but the really the real glory of the church is is the commonality together all the different parts come together to form this beaut this beautiful uh, temple that, that that offers worship that's acceptable to God because it's offered in Christ and with Christ thus fulfilling the temple vocation of Israel. 
The other image that's picked up here is the stone image that comes from two places. One is Psalm 118, the other is Isaiah 28. And in Psalm 18, 118, it says that the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. And in Isaiah 28, God, in the midst of a disobedient Israel in Isaiah 28, he says, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone. He who believes in him by no means be put to shame. So Peter's saying, Jesus is this stone that's been rejected and now has become the chief cornerstone of this new building, the church, which is the new and fulfilled temple. So again, the point is that those who believe in Christ are the inheriting all of the old covenant promises made new in Christ, and this is the new covenant people of God. And that our vocation then is to, as that temple, live holy lives, be holy as God is holy, and offer uh, worship to God that is acceptable in Christ. The other last allusion in this in this verse is from Hosea 1.9, where he says, you who were once not a people, excuse me, this is one uh, second Peter, it's Hosea 1.9 is verse uh, 2.10, you were not a people, but now you, be, be, you become the people of God. And that's from the prophet Hosea with his uh, sort of acted metaphor of marriage to the, his wife Gomer, who was unfaithful, but then God bought back. And so Peter is, is portraying the church and his redeemed people because it includes Gentiles and maybe even some marginal Jewish people who were once not in the covenant by the old, you know, because they were unfaithful. Now they've been brought into the covenant and made the people of God by the grace of Jesus. And so that's who we are as a church. We're, we're those who are the new temple, the place where God dwells called to offer up sacrifices acceptable, which means holy worship and, and faithful living and being separate from the world. And we should just note that the early church to whom Peter is writing is small, persecuted, insignificant. They don't have a church building. And in fact, the, the, the persecution of it is part of the evidence that they are God's people. They participate in the rejection of the cornerstone that we also, therefore, that, that confirms the identity as God as God's chosen. So, a few thoughts about today's lesson from First Peter. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen.
Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thy unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, who by thy Son Jesus Christ did give commandment to the apostles that they should go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, grant to us whom thou hast called into thy church a ready will to obey thy word, and fill us with a hearty desire to make thy way known upon earth, thy saving health among all nations, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. I'm going to turn over the question about whether we're fasting today too, Bishop. Yes, we are. All right. There's that Thank up you, Deacon John. Oh, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Mr. Scarlett. <laughs> Have a good day, everybody. Uh, Deacon Bob? Yes, sir. Yeah, just a... Uh,